Eagle in position. Todd's slightly labored breathing came through their comms. What do you see? The captain asked as they navigated the wicked, messed-up land. Potholes, big holes, and more holes gouged this arid region, worse than the Grand Canyon. They waited for his response, their vehicle bounding from one spot to another over the uneven fields. Brian glanced at Titanus, who shrugged. Eagle, report. Ah, I got nothing, Captain. Come again? Nothing. It's... The village is... Um, Wait. Brian held a breath as their sniper ordered. No, it's clear. Using thermals. Nothing's there, Captain. The place is deserted. We got those coordinates wrong? Brian glanced down at the numbers he'd jotted in his comms notebook, verified it on his GPS. Negative. He checked the village. That's the place. As their vehicle eased up to the hard-packed road that led into the grape huts and plaster structures, tension thickened the air. Eyes out, Captain Water said, as Falcon cut the engine and let the truck roll behind a small structure, providing cover. What Brian heard in the captain's voice mirrored what Brian felt deep in his gut. Cheek against his weapon, he emerged into the bitter elements, his fingers aching against the cold. He walked carefully in strategic formation with the others. Falcon and Titanus cleared the first juncture, which turned out to be the only road with buildings straddling it on either side. Not good, Brian said in a low voice as he eased around the cover, his spine to the frozen plaster and eyes out. It's a ghost town. Buildings were missing more walls than they had. Windows were half-blown, a few fluttering rags once served as curtain doors. Eagle, you got anything yet? Captain Waters walked slowly, peering around the eerily silent compound. Negative? The captain keyed his mic again. Mockingbird, this is Raptor 6 Actual. Go ahead, Raptor 6 Actual. We're at the given coordinates, but this place is deserted, the commander said, his gaze tracking the holes and piles of rubble. Brian walked over the debris littering the ground, verifying each room, each house, each structure didn't have a trap or bomb. Can you radio Echo and have them confirm the coordinates? Roger that, Raptor. Give me a minute. Crunch. Pop. Brian's heart tripped over what should be an innocuous noise, but even the sound of rocks beneath his boots sounded and felt like a punch to the gut. This isn't right. Captain, thoughts? Falcon trudged toward their team leader, having made his rounds in the abandoned village. This place has some bad mojo. Brian couldn't escape the creepy chill sliding down his spine. The howling wind carried the eerie voices of the past that once occupied this place and tickled the hairs on the back of his neck. This is straight out of some thriller flick or something. I don't like it. Agreed. The captain looked ticked his lips tight and his brow knotted. Um, Raptor, Mockingbird Actual advises you RTB. Brian cocked his head. That sounded a whole lot like general speak for run for your lives. Finger pressed to his ear mic, Captain Waters stopped at the MRAP. What's going on, Mockingbird? Sir, I'm not sure how to say this, but Echo is here. Brian stopped short, staring at the captain. Do what? Come again? He scowled. Sir, 
Echo Company is here, at the base. Have been for the last two days. Then who the heck radioed for immediate assist? Working on... Raptor, get out of there! Boomed the voice of General Lance Burnett. Now! Sprinting back to their vehicle, Brian felt the icy ghosts of this village chasing them, taunting them. He cleared the corner. Go, go, go! The captain shouted. The howling wind surrendered to a shrieking of superheated air. Behind him, a white-hot light exploded. Brian flung forward, knocked by an invisible hand. His feet flew up, a tree raced toward him, his helmet thunked against the bark. He dropped hard. Cold became hot, loud, deafeningly quiet. White went black.